Yo, yo, welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I'm your host, Coach James. Through my podcast, I will preach and teach you how to live a happy and healthy, authentic lifestyle through various topics combined with my own life experiences. Yo, y'all, thank y'all for listening to my podcast. Let's get started. Oh, we, yo, oh, oh. Oh, we, yo, oh, oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to my podcast, My Two Cents on Life. I just want to give a quick shout out to the listeners, and I want to welcome the new listeners. Welcome. Thank you all for listening to my podcast. So I'm about to get really deep into this story, y'all, and and, and I really want y'all to pay attention because it's going to lead us somewhere great, okay? So growing up as a young man, I had two children with two different women out of wedlock. Um, and there was nothing I was proud of when I got older. But when I was younger, I didn't think about what can come from that, what that could lead to, or any of the consequences for that fact, right? I was just out in life, meeting people, having fun, and just trying to, I guess what you would say back then at that age for me was just enjoying life. Uh, I'm not going to say that any of my kids were unintentional. I'm not going to say that any of them was a mistake because that is not the case. But I want to use this story because it talks depths into today's topic. Okay, so back to what I was saying, I had two children um, out of wedlock by two different women. And I never thought that the decisions that I made was going to lead to some of the consequences that took place. I didn't think at that time. But as time got a little bit older, time got older as they got older, <laughs> right? I ended up not being with none of their moms. And that really, really made my relationship a little bit or more tough with my children, right? It was, it was hard to keep that, that father, that father bond. It was hard to keep that relationship going because when kids are in between two different homes, it causes things to be different for the children. Right. And when things are different for the children, it makes things difficult between both parents. Right. And so make a long story short, my kids are adults now. But during the time of me having them with their mothers, I never thought that it was going to lead to the consequences of not having the best relationship ever with my children. I never had any idea that it was going to cause issues in the future amongst my children with me. Right. And me and my children never had any crazy, crazy conflicts with each other where we just didn't get along. It just wasn't that scenario. It's basically based on the scenario I just explained. Me having kids by two different women trying to keep everything at bay. It just ended up making things difficult. And so because it made things difficult, it made the consequences of having two children out of wedlock difficult. And then I watched how my children grew up living in different households, my household, a mother's household. And there's just a difference in the way people do things, right? My household is ran one way and their household is ran another way. And so it just made things, like I said, tough trying to get kids to get acclimated with your household rules and then them going back to the other household and trying to get back acclimated to those rules. You know, kids, kids aren't robots. They do what they see, not what they're told. And so if they see something, they're going to continue to do it based on what they see and not when you when you tell them. But that's a perfect topic 
excuse me, a, a perfect segue into my topic I want to talk about today. Decisions gives birth to consequences. And I got this from my man, Miles Monroe. And I don't know if y'all know Miles Monroe, but he's great. He says some really, really good things, right? And in, in, in hearing him say that, it made me really think deeper about it because we all make decisions in this world. But I think that some of us make decisions not thinking about is going to give birth to consequences. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the next day, or maybe not five years from there. But somewhere down the line, it's going to cause issues. And so today's topic is about that itself, right? How do we minimize our decision making that we make on things and minimize the consequences? How do we take a deeper dive into analyzing our decisions that we make to make sure that the consequences are not as worse as they can be? And I will say this for the set for the record that every decision you make has consequences, no matter what. It might be the best decision in the world that you make it, but it has consequences, right? It's like buying a new a new car, right? It's a new car, your AC works, especially if you're in Arizona, it'd be hot as hell out here in Arizona in the summertime. So you definitely need AC or something like that, right? And so you decide to get a new car with new AC, it works great. You got new tires. You ain't got to worry about the car breaking down on you. You ain't got to worry about it overheating with the babies in the back. You just know you got a good running car and it's worth it, right? But what we seem to not look at is that the car payment is either going to give us a car payment or it's going to increase the payment that we have. And so that's the consequence of buying a new car is that the payment that you were paying is now going to increase, right? And so when that happens, we start trying to figure out in our mind if we can really afford it. We start thinking about what if this goes wrong? What if, what if that goes wrong? And it's okay to think about if it goes wrong. There's nothing wrong wrong with that. I think that now the way I view things is that when we make a decision, we should go right to the consequences and look at those. Because a lot of times, yeah, we make decisions. We're like, oh, it's going to be great because it is. It's going to look this way. I'm going to feel this way. It's going to turn out this way because it is. And so we're looking at the positive outcome. And so looking at the the consequences of making that decision. So I think that we need to put our mind on the consequences of, of whatever this, the decisions we're going to make, right? And once we figure out the consequences, we can figure out if that does happen, you can have a backup plan, right? And I think that's where we struggle with is that a lot of times we don't have a backup plan. We don't even try to do some analysis of a, of a backup plan. If something does go wrong, what will we do? And it, and it always feels like something always goes wrong at the same, at the wrong time. Your car always breaks down on your non pay period week. Something always happens during the week where you don't have a lot of money. Something always happens the week you got to pay rent, right? And so those consequences, you can't prepare for those. Those just happen. But decision-making that gives birth to consequences, you can prepare for it. You can have a game plan set out that if this happens, you're going to do this, right? If you buy a new car, you're going to take $50 every paycheck and set it aside because if something happens, your backup plan will be your savings for your car payment, right? Or to get the car fixed if it breaks down when the payment's due. Right. So it's 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 looking at those consequences and coming up with ways to overcome them when they happen. I think that is more important these days than looking at the positive outcome, 
because the positives are the positives. Those are the, those are what makes the shit great. But if you're not looking at the consequences with it, then that's where the struggle comes in at. Me and my wife had a conversation the other day and we we're talking about, you have to take the good with the bad and the bad with the good, right? So if you celebrate the goodness, you got to also celebrate the badness to come along with it, right? So remember that y'all look at the good and look at the bad. All right. So small decisions lead to major impacts in your life, in my life, and those around you life. That's just how it works. And a decision so small, back to what I said about my children, a decision that was so small led to a big impact in my life for my children, right? And when I say the decision was small, it was it was small, y'all, y'all already know, right? The reason why I did it was for enjoyment, right? I wasn't thinking about having two children out of wedlock. I wasn't thinking about the repercussions of that. What is that going to do if I'm not with these women? I was only thinking about one thing only, and I think everybody knows exactly what that was, <laughs> right? But never did I think about the consequences. So again, y'all, small decision leads to major impacts in your life. You know, you can make a decision today that's very, very small, and five years from now, it ended up being a major decision, right? And so we have to look at those small decisions and really analyze those and see, you know, and, 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 and ruminate on those that have made a major impact in your, into your life. And, and the reason why I say think about those is because if you do that, you, you'll be more um, excited or more confident in yourself to make decisions on, on, on small things because you know that a major impact can come from that. So, so, so back to what I was saying about evaluate the consequences, uh, because I, I, that's what I want to talk about next, right? Is evaluate the consequences. How do you evaluate the consequences? That's a, that's a good question. How do we do that? Right? And sometimes it's hard to plan for consequences that may not even, that you even see forthcoming. Right? But there's this thing to say that if you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Right? There's no such thing as luck. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Or opportunity meets preparation. How do you see it? And so you can plan for them, but not plan for everything, right? And so I'll say one thing that I always do when I evaluate my consequences, when I make a, a small or a major decision, I look at who is it going to benefit? Is it going to benefit me? Is it going to benefit those around me? Is it going to benefit my children? Is it going to benefit my coworkers? Is it going to benefit my wife, who's it going to benefit, right? And then I look at who is it not going to benefit. And so if you do that, that'll give you a bigger scope to try to really make an, an analysis of the other consequences, right? And so when you do that, you have to think of those decisions you're going to make, like I said, with everybody in mind. A lot of times we make a decision and we only see our own benefit and we don't see the other party's benefit in it. Right. We don't even we don't even think of that. We just think about what it's going to do for us at the moment. We don't think about everyone else. And I'll give you a perfect example. I learned this uh, working in corporate America. Uh, one of the, the managers told me this. He was like, you know, James, when you in this type of business, whenever you make a decision, you have to think of everybody around you. And when he said that, I kind of took a step back like, OK, um, what do you mean? 
And so as he as he continued to talk, he went more and more into detail. And he says something to the effect of, James, when you make a decision, and the example is, is that if you hire five people to process the work, you have to think of the other department, right? So if you hire five people to do more work in the other department and still only have their three people that they have now, you're going to give them more work because you're hiring five more people. You're hiring more people that can process the work. And so that means the workflow is going to be pushed with a higher value. Right. And so he said, so whenever you decide to hire more people or whatever decision you decide to make, think of the other departments. How is it going to impact them? And so when he told me that, I was like, wow, I never thought about it like that because you get to the point to where you become selfish minded and you only think of how the benefits are going to benefit you. It doesn't really matter what nobody else do. It's you, how you look and how is it going to impact you? Is it going to make you look good? Is it going to make you look bad? Right. And so every decision you make, think about those around you. You want to make sure that that's that's something you definitely do, okay? Because if you don't, then you're going to be selfish with your decision making. And sometimes it's okay to be selfish, but you still have to think about what is it going, how's it going to impact those around you, okay? So I feel like y'all that decisions leads to happiness, right? And again, this is what this is all about. My podcast is to lead y'all to happiness. Right. And so when I say that, I say decisions lead to happiness. Right. Great decisions lead to happiness. Major impacts lead to happiness. Great impacts anyways. Right. And so in your decision making, you want to put the equation of happiness in there. Is this decision going to make you happy? Is it going to give you the satisfaction you're looking for? And if it does make you happy, again, does it make those around you happy? Okay. You have to really take that into consideration. One thing I don't want us to do is I don't want us to be fearful about making decisions because I feel like that if you're fearful, you can still make the wrong decision because of fear. And I don't want you to not make a decision because you're scared. I want you to make a decision because you're excited about it. It's going to lead to a major impact. The consequences are minimal, right? That's when I want you to make that decision with confidence and not take a a second step back. Okay. So again, decisions lead to happiness. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yo, what's going on fellas? Are you 40 and up and just trying to lose that gut? Or are you just looking to feel more energized? Well, if that's you, I got the perfect plan for you fellas. I got a way you can lose three to five pounds in just 72 hours. If this interests you, please see me an email at J-E-W-A-T-K-I-1 at gmail.com. Okay. You know, one thing that, that I do, y'all, is I really, I, I, God is my spiritual counselor. And before I make a big decision, I put it in his hands and say, hey, God, how do, how do I do this? Um, I need your help, God, because I can't do this alone, of course. Obviously, this is new to me. I'm scared. I feel like I'm going to be judged. I don't know. I, I need your help. God, show me some direction. And for me, I, I have got a lot of direction from God. He led me right to the water, and I just drank it. And that's being 100 with y'all. And so 
you have to have some type of spiritual counselor that you would seek or maybe somebody that's close to you that you trust that you can go and, hey, how do you feel if I do this? You think it'll work out for me? Will will this benefit me or will this benefit you in any way? Right. And so it's just doing those things. But back to what I was saying about praying, I can imagine it now. Y'all don't pray for this. Okay, I can see some of y'all going into Walmart like, dear God, this is my off cycle pay period. I don't have no money, but I need some triple A batteries. <laughs> what you need with those batteries for? Anyways, though, so I need some batteries, Jesus. So I'm praying to you that if I steal these batteries, that the consequences will be minimum. <laughs> that Don't pray for that, y'all. Don't pray for that. <laughs> Just pray for the batteries to land in y'all lap, all right? Or, or wake up on the next to your bed stand, all right? Your nightstand. <laughs> all right, y'all. So, so, yeah. Use God as your spiritual counselor or whoever it is that you look up to, to, to be really, really intimate with about the decisions you want to make and, and, and make sure you ask. They say, if you ask not, you shall receive not. Make sure you ask intentionally exactly what you want. Okay. Because if you don't ask, I definitely tell you this, you're not going to receive it. So definitely make sure you ask. All right. So y'all, here's the resolution to all this. How do we get around making decisions with with minimum consequences? Again, back to my point. I don't think you can ever make a decision. There's not going to be any consequences, right? But the positives could outweigh the negatives, okay? And so analyze the decision. Really sit down. I'm a big writer, y'all. I, I kid you not. If I'm stressed with something or I got something on my mind, I'll grab a pen and a paper, old school, and I'll write it down. And I write down my pros and I write down my cons. And that is really how I live my life. I, I write stuff down. And I think if uh, some of us did that, you'll see a lot more value or see what's invaluable to you after you write it down and you really look at it. Right. So so write it down. Right. And then back to what I said about the decision when you analyze, analyze, is, is it does it align with your values? Right. Are you making a decision that's just just going to supersede your values? It's just going to overlook anything about you that you believe in, because sometimes we do that and we do that for something that is just not even going to bring us that much satisfaction. Right. So just think about it. When you make that decision, does it align with your values in life? How do you feel about making that decision? Because if you question in how you feel about making that decision, my thing is, is that you don't feel right about it, right? And then if you don't feel right about it, then you can say, this goes against my values. I'm not doing it. It's not me, and I don't feel comfortable doing it. You know, that was one thing I told myself about when I got into Herbalife was that if Herbalife does not align with my values and it, is, it does not bring me satisfaction, then why do it? Why am I doing it? Right. And so I did Herbalife to help people. That was really my main driver. I wasn't really so, so stoked on the money. Yes. When you go to these events, some of these Herbalife teams have lots of money. They're on the president team. So they make lots of money. But my drive was just simply to help people. And I, and I and I told God that if this turns out to be a huge monetary return for me, then great. But if not, I only want to help people. And so that was my values. And I, I was not going to go. I was not going to go against my values to make myself make myself feel prideful because something I'm doing is is giving me the biggest monetary return. Now, 
I, I wouldn't turn the money down, right? I wouldn't turn down nothing but my collar, but <laughs> but I'm just saying the overall reason why I was doing it was to help people with their fitness goals and help them feel happier and healthier about themselves, all right? The next thing is religion. Some of you out there live by a religion. You live by what the what your Bible says. You live by what the Quran says, right? You live by these things in the book. And if you, again, if you're making a decision and it goes out of the line of your religion, then really think, is it really worth it for you? Is that something that you really, really, really want to do? Because again, that decision that you make is going to have consequences. And if those consequences affect your religion and your values, it's not worth it. So don't do it. All right, y'all. So know your why. Okay, when you make a decision, know your why. Why are you doing it? What's the reason you would say yes? What's the reason you would say no? Right? I think if you if you really investigate the why and you come up with a clear decision based on your why behind it, then it'll make that decision making a little bit easier for you. Right? You will know why you're doing it. You will know what you're looking to have happen out of that decision that you're going to make. And then once you know your why behind it, it's going to make things a lot better for you because when you have those moments where you want to give up or stop that decision that you made, once you remember your why, why you're doing it, some of us, that keeps us driving, that keeps us going, that keeps us saying, hey, I'm doing it for this and this is why I'm going to continue to do this, right? So know your why. And if you have to, again, write your why down, put it in front of you. Uh, when I know when I got ready to start the podcast, I put it on my phone. It was my New Year's resolution for 2023. And I put it on my phone and, and, you, and I had that goal on my phone every single day. And we're on our phone 24-7. We're probably on our phone more than 24 hours a day. <laughs> right? And so and so every time I got to open my phone, my goal was sitting there. Start podcasting 2023. I couldn't forget it. My wife would come up and be like, why do you want to start the podcast? Well, you remember what you said? You want to help people. You want to be a service to people. And so that's the reason why I was successful at it, because I always look for my why and find my why. So find your why, find your why, y'all. All right. So the next piece is make mature decisions. I mean, y'all, some of us, we're adults. Some of us got adult children. Come on, y'all. Y'all clearly know what a mature decision is. I don't I don't think that none of us have to question what a mature decision is. I think we know the answer to that. I think we know the consequences to that. Right? And so if you don't want something to bite you in the ass, don't make a decision that is not mature. Right? We go through life, y'all. We just do stuff for quick satisfaction. We do stuff for a quick second of happiness. We do something for a quick couple of minutes of satisfaction. And sometimes that is the worst decision that we made because it was an immature decision. So y'all make mature decisions. Think about what those are going to do when you make that decision. How's it going to impact the people around you? Like I said, I impact, I unpack for y'all the decision I made to have two kids by two different women, the impact of that. Now, if I think back now and I go back, I wouldn't I wouldn't have done that again. I would really want to be in a relationship with with the person I have kids with. You know, does it always happen that no that way? No, right? We can we we all know that. I'm pretty sure a lot of us got kids that, of people that we're not with anymore, but still 
me understanding the consequences of that, I would be like, dang, I wanted that to be a little different, right? At least for my children. But thank God we still have a great relationship. So I'm not going to knock that. But I'm just saying, y'all, when you make a decision, make sure that you take everyone's feelings into consideration as well. All right. And then last but not least, y'all, be proud of your decision. Be confident in it that you made it. Be happy that you made that decision. Look forward to be something that's impactful for you. You know, one thing that I don't like sometimes is that we make a uh, we make a great decision. And when that when that train get off the track just a little bit, we start second guessing everything we just did. We start saying, see, I knew it wouldn't work. See, I knew this was going to happen. See, I knew it. No luck ever comes to me. Why does it always happen to me? We put ourselves in that in that box. And when you put yourself in that box, I tell you, every decision that you make, because your mindset is telling you that it's a mistake or it's not going to work, every decision you make, you're going to struggle with it. And after three decisions you make and they don't and they all fail, you're really not going to make any more decisions. And you're just going to live your life just day by day, being fearful of making major or minor decisions. And so be proud of your decisions that you make. Be excited that you made it and give it every single ounce of energy you got. Because y'all, decisions can be, the consequence can be minimized if you give it all you got. If you just say, you know what, I'm going to go all in it. I'm going to do the best I can do to make this work out so that my consequences are minimized. Right? No more quick, spur-of-the-moment decisions unless that needs to happen. But if it's something major and you can control it, no, y'all. Make a mature decision. Analyze it. Think about it. Is it within your values? Does it fall within your religion? Right? Know your why. So those are things that are very important. You know, y'all, I'll share with y'all that if you just listen to me for the first time, you don't know who I am. Uh, my name is Coach James. I go by Bobby Black, Bobby Brown's half brother. And if you are one of those ones that's looking for some daily encouragement, some daily inspiration, or just some motivation, some motivation, check out my IG and my Facebook page. I post daily on those pages inspiration in the morning and sometime in the afternoon but mostly first thing in the morning so when you wake up you can have a you can wake up to a, to something that's positive right and so y'all i say that to say that again your decisions give birth to your consequences and if you analyze and you make better decisions you can possibly minimize the consequences well y'all that's all i gotta say about that that's my two cents in there, y'all. Peace! Thank you for listening to my podcast. Have a wonderful day. God bless, and I love y'all. Peace!